We're trying something new. Each Sunday during Lent, we've done a series on prayer with a five-minute reflection followed by a five-minute guided meditation. I hope you will journey with me today as we reflect, meditate, and pray for hope. God of the Israelites, Father of Jesus, parent to each one of us, help us to feel your presence this day in this place. And God, your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Guide us toward your hope. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O God, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. The season of Lent is a journey which commemorates the 40 days Jesus fasted in the desert before he began his public ministry. For us, Palm Sunday marks one remaining week before Easter, when Jesus rose. We are nearing the end of our 40 days of prayer, confession, and fasting. My most vivid memories of Palm Sunday are as a child, jumping around, parading, and singing while waving palm branches, long, skinny, yellow-green ones, not the fancy ones we have here. <laughs> but we would be parading in the sanctuary of the church, greeted by family, friends, and the whole congregation. It was a day for singing exuberant songs of celebration and joy. All glory, laud, and honor to thee, Redeemer King, to whom the lips of children made sweet hosannas ring. Palm Sunday was triumphant, and it was a nice change after the far more penitent season of Lent that led up to it. And Palm Sunday is traditionally a time of joy and celebration because the people of Israel were welcoming Jesus, the one who would save them from the oppressive Roman Empire. They were filled with hope, but the people were weary, and they were beaten up by generations of oppressive overlords. And it must have felt like this Jesus was the long-foretold person who might finally be able to answer their prayers and their cries of Hosanna, save us. Palm Sunday remembers the journey Jesus made riding down the Mount of Olives and into Jerusalem, a journey that I can only imagine was one of both great celebration and great distress. Today's reading from the Gospel according to John quotes Psalm 118. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. It also points to a fulfillment of the prophecies of Zechariah, which described a festive procession with branches waving and the city of Jerusalem being redeemed. These texts, many of the people who were there that day waving branches in today's scripture likely knew. And Jesus was quite familiar with. But they didn't know, like we do, what was about to happen. Jesus did. 
He knew he was about to be betrayed. He knew he was about to be killed. And as Jesus rode down the mountain and into the city of Jerusalem, he carried the fear and anxiety of what was about to happen with the joy and hopes of all the people. And although the crowd cheered for Jesus as king, they abandoned him when it looked like he had been defeated. And today, the, and although the crowd cried out, Hosanna, they would soon cry out, crucify him. Today, we cry out, Hosanna, in praise. But deep within, we also cry out, save us, Jesus. When we are able to hold our pain and our worries and remain hope-filled, it is a holy act, offering our whole selves to God. There are times when I feel helpless. I pray for hope. Hope for a better future. Hope for a better world. As the people of Israel cried out, Hosanna, save us, praying that this king would save them from the horrors of the Roman occupation. They also waved branches of hope, proclaiming, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. And Jesus was betrayed and killed, but then rose to save us, bringing us hope once again. And when I heard this story as a child, I would ask questions like, if we are saved, why are there still so many problems in the world? And now I ask, why do we still cry out, save us, so many Palm Sundays later? I ask all kinds of questions, some of them, like still, in 2016, 153 years after slavery was abolished, 50 years after the Civil Rights Movement, why do we need to do things like put Black Lives Matters banners on our churches? Why would we even need to ask the question? Of course Black Lives Matter. And the reason that we will put this banner up is because we believe in a God whose steadfast love endures forever. Because we have hope that by standing up for what is just by creating conversation, and by showing God's love to each and every person, we are participants in creating the beloved community. We are passengers on the road to the promised land. As a Jew, Jesus must have been familiar with the children of Israel after the Exodus, wandering through the wilderness, in hopes of finding the Promised Land. And on Palm Sunday, Jesus found himself on his own journey between the now and the not yet, between oppression and hope. And we are all on a journey, no longer in Egypt, but not yet in the Promised Land. In the next few minutes, we will remember the stages of our spiritual journey and observe how God interacts with us along the way.
I invite you to close your eyes or remain in silence, whichever way is most comfortable for you. Imagine you are creating a timeline of your own spiritual journey, considering the various stages of the people of Israel's journey and of Jesus' journey. Think about a pivotal point in your life a time that you needed some kind of deliverance, a time of some kind of hardship, a time when you may have felt like a captive in Egypt or when you cried out, save me, Jesus. Now think about the time that followed that pivotal moment, like the Israelites in the wilderness, like Jesus on the Mount of Olives, praying things like, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Did this time in your life involve wandering or seeking. Think about the highlights and lowlights. Along this journey, was there a time of revelation for you? And what did you do about it? Was there a resting place? Stay here for a moment, reflecting on what God may have been saying to you. Now think about the promised land. Think about resurrection. What is new life for you? What is the promised land to you? What do you need to move toward?
Bring your attention now to the present. What stage of the journey do you feel you've spent the most time on? What stage are you in now? Now end by offering gratitude to God for the journey that you are on. Heavenly Creator, help us to see in the groaning of creation, not death throes, but birth pangs. Help us to see in the cries of save us due to the inhumanity of the present, a promise for the future. Help us to glimpse in protest the dawn of justice, in the cross, the pathway to resurrection and in fear, the seeds of hope. As participants in your mission to heal the world and bring about the beloved community, we pray. Amen. <laughs>